Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to the Death Squad Podcast Network. This episode of Kill Tony and every episode of Kill Tony can be found at DeathSquad.tv. There you have video portions to all the shows, and you can click on tour dates and come see us live. Not only do we do Kill Tony, but we have also a lot of comedy shows, including the weekly secret show at Vulcan Gas Company every Thursday. You can also go to ShopSquad.tv for Death Squad merchandise. You can go to RyanJEbelt.com. He's the house artist. He draws every episode. He sells prints. He sells posters. And Tony is on tour right now. So go to TonyHinchcliffe.com for everything Golden Pony. And now here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Coming to you live from Vulcan Gas Company here in Austin, Texas, for a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Who's ready for the best goddamn night of their lives tonight, huh? Yippee, everybody! Make some noise for Brian Redband, everyone. Hey, everybody! You're at Kill Tony, brought to you by the Red Rose, the Yellow Rose, Deep Eddie Vodka, Gel Blaster, Austin Security Guard Service, the best goddamn security guards in the world. Look at this guy over here. How about a hand for Dwayne, everybody? And how about a hand for the best band in all the land, the Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey Kill Tony Band, everybody. Are you guys with us tonight? We got a guy biting his nails out here, fucking tripping balls. That's the great Michael Gonzalez on the drums. John D's on the keyboard. This is Matt Muling on the electric guitar. And that beautiful man, that's the great D Madness on the bass tonight, everybody. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Before we start tonight's show, here's a little bit more from the amazing sponsors that made tonight's episode available for you here, right now. Hey y'all, here we are, 2023. This new year, you've got goals and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Fuel up fast with ready-to-eat nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Achieve and maintain your 2023 goals with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year yet. I absolutely love Factor because it's super easy and tastes amazing. It comes, you know, straight to my door. It's fresh, never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. So all I have to do is heat and enjoy. You know, I'm a busy guy, so this stuff is priceless. No matter your lifestyle, Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live up to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and protein-plus options on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. Speaking of keto, calorie-smart, my good friend Red Band is here. No, seriously, when I was on keto, that was one of the hardest things, is trying to find keto food and constantly cooking keto food. You could have Factor do it for you. And they have 34 chef-prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. There's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36 sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Want to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. 
Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant to delivery in just two minutes. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash killtony50 and use code killtony50 to get, wait for it, 50% off your first box. That's code KILLTONY50 at factormeals.com slash KILLTONY50 to get 50% off your first box of food. One last time, factormeals.com slash KILLTONY50. Get healthier, be smart, and do it fast with Factor at factormeals.com slash KILLTONY50. Code KILLTONY50. The biggest clouds, the coldest smoke, the smoothest experience. If you enjoy smoking the good stuff or CBD but hate the throat and lung burning, then you gotta check out today's sponsor, Freeze Pipe. Freeze Pipe makes a unique line of freezable pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more. Engineered to cool smoke by over 300 degrees. Freeze Pipe is your answer for the smoothest way to light up. I gotta tell you, I've been doing a lot of yoga lately, a lot of cardio. I think I'm in the best shape of my damn life. And I have always been an extreme blunt smoker. You know, I'm friends with Snoop Dogg and those types of people. You know, the blunt smokers if the in the world, if you know what I'm talking about. However, lately i've been using this amazing freeze pipe to keep my lungs crystal clean and super clear and under control and freeze pipe is the best way to do it red band you've been doing this yourself right? oh yeah i love it i've been using it every day the secret is the freezable glycerin chambers that come on every piece pop one of these in the freezer for one hour and as you smoke it passes through this icy chamber it instantly cools it down for a dramatically smooth and chilly tokes glycerin is a non-toxic fatty gel commonly found in food and sweeteners it freezes quicker than water and stays frozen longer. Putting ice in your bong is one thing, but chilling smoke through a frozen glycerin chamber will change how you light up forever. With a 4.4 star rating and thousands of reviews, check out Freeze Pipe's entire line of high-quality glass at thefreezepipe.com and use code TONY for 10% off your order. That's thefreezepipe.com and use code TONY for 10% off. Shop today. Your throat and lungs will thank you. Are you guys ready to start tonight's show or what? Man, oh man. This is just one of those weeks where I, I just can't believe it. Three paid regulars, three unbelievably great comedians of our modern time, of all time. Three, all at the same goddamn time. Unbelievable how excited I am. Three of my favorites. Make some noise for Punky Johnson, Jim Florentine, and Andy Pepitone. Wow. Saturday Night Live's Punky Johnson. The great Jim Florentine. Eddie Pepitone. Punky motherfucking Johnson. Guys, make some noise for our guests. Three of my favorites all at once. We've all worked together forever. Punky and I worked at the comedy store together fucking a decade and a half ago. She is now one of the stars, truly, of Saturday Night Live. How cool is that, huh? 
she used to get me so drunk you would not believe. We, I would stand at her bar at the front of the comedy store, literally the front patio, and I would sit there and we would get drunk as fuck and talk about how maybe one day we could uh, fucking pass out little leather joke books to people trying out stand-up and shit. Dreams are coming true. How about a hand for the great Eddie Pepitone, ladies and gentlemen. He's here visiting yet again. Eddie's all over on tour. Right, Eddie? You just finished a weekend here. Where can people get tickets for your shows? EddiePepitone.com. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better myself. I wish I had something wittier to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a great town, and thanks for coming out. And how about a hand for the great Jim Florentine yeah. to return? These guys have all done this show before. Jim has a podcast, Everybody is Awful, available everywhere. Jim, you're the fucking man. I've been listening to you forever since I was a little kid, listening to Howard Stern and fucking however long ago that was. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for fucking aging me. I appreciate it. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, man. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And this is my first time doing Kill Tony. Oh, Never it is? It. I'm a virgin, yes. Shit, that is know that. crazy. I feel like he's done it before. That's wild. Well, I feel like you've done it before. That's probably a really good sign. How many of you know what the fucking show you're at right now even is? Huh? You might know that lately over 150 people have been signing up every single week for the opportunity. They're stacked out on the sidewalk right now. They're packed into the corner. Comedians, make some noise. Are you guys back there? You hear that? You hear that sad roar? <laughs> you ever just hear a bunch of wounded lions before... Anyway, if I pull their name out of the bucket, they get 60 seconds. You know the time is up and you hear the sound of a kitten. That means they have to wrap it up then or else they bring out the angry West Hollywood bear, which followed us here all the way from Los Angeles. It just roars when people go over their time, cuts them off, and then I interview them and we find out more about them all together. The whole thing's improvised. Anything can happen at any given moment. You guys ready to start this fucking show or what? Yeah. Well, your first comedian going up tonight is not out of the bucket. In fact, it is one of our great regulars. He starts off every single show. We've watched the boy go from sleeping in his van, eating fucking oatmeal cookies all day and all night. Now he's rich. He just sold out a whole weekend in fucking Hawaii. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Hans Kim. Hey, <laughs> I love Texas because everyone has guns here. It even things out for skinny boys like me. What are you going to do, shoot me? I'll just turn sideways. <laughs> I was just in Honolulu. I thought every public bathroom had a bidet in it, but turns out I was just sitting on a homeless guy peeing in my butthole. So the Chinese balloon got shot down. Man, these gender reveal parties are getting out of hand. You know it was a girl because there was no confetti in it. In China, it's uh, gender reveal parties are also called abortion reveal parties. Boy or try again. Thank you. Hans 
motherfucking Kim. Coming in strong, fresh off of Hawaii. Hell yeah. You're living that life, Hans. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tony. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I wrote a note down here, homeless guy peeing in my butthole. Uh, it's a shame we don't give out like Academy Awards in this business because that may be one of the best written anythings I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, it worked. That's the crazy part, is that it worked. Um, Hans, how do you feel? I feel amazing, as always. Uh, another blessed day in the life under Tony Hinchcliffe's tutelage. <laughs> I don't know if I can take all the credit, but uh, thank you. I still like it every time you say it. You are doing really good. Anything crazy happen in Hawaii? I went to Pearl Harbor, the site of our biggest W. Uh, <laughs> Was that you guys that did that? <laughs> the diaspora. Did, did you notice anything uh, in particular that stood out to you at Pearl Harbor? Uh, the, the profound sense of loss. Uh, <laughs> the sadness. Um, yeah, it was just like a, a, a museum to like a horrible time. It's like, why don't you make a museum for like, you know, something awesome? It's like... They should pave it over and make like a We Drop Nukes on Japan museum. That is true. This is your guy's first time seeing Hans Kim. He's a pro. He's a regular here on this show. Any initial uh, thoughts or anything about Hans? Yeah. Uh, can I, yeah. um, you're not planning on going corporate in your life ever, are you? <laughs> because you're never going to get a job. Um <laughs> I just need you to stay in comedy and stick to it strong because, yo, you got some cancelable shit. And um, a lot of people can't handle it, and I love it. So you keep on going. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is true. Punky is a fucking, a real fucking straight up thug that has to basically put on a business suit and fucking. <laughs> I bet you're every time that access card opens the gate, you're like, fooled him again. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Jim Florentine. You know, I saw Hans open an arena with uh, Rogan and Tony, and Joey Diaz was on the show too. Yeah, yeah. And I never heard of Hans, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy going on first? And he killed in like 20,000 people. I'm like, holy fuck. And that wasn't easy. Man. Thank you. I was really. It was really inspiring, because I never heard of you just to go on first in front of 20,000 people just being comfortable up there and not panicking or anything like that, and your jokes are so brutal and awful. I loved it. <laughs> and I mean that in a nice way. It's just, yeah, like you said, Punky, no. he's, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. He's not going to be on network TV, but that's what, that's what right. people love about him. Yeah, he's a tr doing Texas-style comedy yeah. out here. Eddie Pepitone, any thoughts on the great Hans? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hans, you do it every week. We love you. You're a stone-cold assassin. We love watching you grow. It's very, very, very hard to write and perform in New Minute every week. You do it. Thank you. Hans Kim. Thank you, guys. That was Hans Kim. That was Hans Kim. That was Hans Kim. To the bucket we go. You guys ready for some crazy shit? I promise you, anything can happen. We're going to start it off with someone named Shane Bianchi. Cheyenne, perhaps, Bianchi. 
If handwriting is any indication of what we're in for, this is about to get wild. Shane, Serene Bianchi, Celine, could be Shireen, Sherm, Shane, Bianchi. Uh, so I uh, drink to black out a lot. Yeah. And uh, whenever I do that, I uh, never get worried that I did something embarrassing. I was just worried I'd spilled my emotions. You know, I just go up to my buddy and I'm like, hey, hey, I didn't forgive my dad last night, did I? (laughs) And he's just like, nah, you just peed in your own mouth. And I'm like, thank God. I found out uh, recently that big feet means big penis. Yeah, and if that's true, how come we call him Bigfoot instead of the fat cock monster? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's why he's blurry, you know? They just gotta censor out that huge cock. (laughs) Oh, wow, okay. Hell yeah, Shane Bianchi. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane Bianchi, Shane Bianchi, or Shane Bianchi, either. You don't, you don't care how people say it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Really? Yeah. Where I mean, you... uh, it's supposed to be Bianchi because my dad's from Pittsburgh, but he said Bianchi because he moved to Nashville and Bianchi sounds too foreign. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So your last name is evolving. Oh yeah. Incredible. Well, welcome to the show, Shane. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, five years. Five years. Where at? Um, I moved. Uh, I was started in Nashville, mm-hmm. and then a year ago I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. So you started stand-up in Nashville, not at Hogwarts. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Red Pan's very excited about something right now. Not sure. Um, no, I love. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Sometimes you can pick the song, but it's where you play the song that really matters. I love it. Welcome, Shane. Uh, so what do you do for work? What is a guy like you? You look like you play the organ at a haunted coffee shop. John D's live on the keyboard. Playing uh, haunted coffee shop music. <laughs> uh, who wants an Americano? Perhaps a double espresso. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, you wild animals. I love it. So, Shane, what do you do for work? Uh, I drive for Uber. I just do Uber Eats. Oh, a haunted Uber driver, everybody. <laughs> if I get, welcome to my car. <laughs> I expect, I expect five stars and five stars only. <laughs> Ooh, welcome to my Honda Civic. Ooh. <laughs> it is a four-door. 
capable of carrying up to five I almost passed out there for a second. <laughs> 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 laughing and performing at the same time, Zadi. But you bring that out of me. You have a look that is it's hilarious. Oh, thank you. Thank Jim you. Florentine. Yeah, almost like uh, Damian Eccles from the West Memphis Three. That's who I thought he was. Yeah, it is. It's a I like him because look. he's weird and he's socially awkward, and that means he's going to be a good comic. Totally. He's already got good jokes. Totally, 100%. Right. He's got star power. You will never fit in anywhere. It'll be great. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Punky, what do you think about this fucking Chucky doll mixing in with society? Um, I, I don't really want to say what I really think. I'm scared of this nigga. Um, <laughs> um, Columbine is the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, um, but honestly, I feel like your comedy is really funny. It's like your setup punchline is like super, super, um, honestly, uh, expertish to me. And you, you kind of give me a vibe of Kinnison on some shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I can uh, see that. I can see that. I don't feel Kinnison. <laughs> I feel Hedberg. Uh, ah. In any matter, you carry yourself yes. extremely well. Do you have like a background in performing, or is it just the five years of stand-up? You do music or uh, something? No, I don't do anything interesting. Just stand-up. Right. Yeah. What else other than driving Uber? Like, is there a hobby that you're passionate about or something other than stand-up? I'm not old enough to have hobbies. I don't think. How old are you? Like 25. <laughs> so it's just, just. I told you he's a fucking weirdo. He's gonna be great. He's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for go, going after uh, Bigfoot, and I have a possible tag. How about Ooh. Big Dick? Okay. okay. Yeah. That is. That's, that, that, that sound confirms that that will make you money into the notepad it goes. Look at that. You can't lock those. Oh, up. Lord, I thought you was pulling out a gun. Jesus Wait, Christ. <laughs> Don't go in your pockets, boy. Shit. <laughs> You thought he was going to pull out a gun, Punky? Right? Look at the deck. <laughs> I know. Oh, there it is. The, pe- the pencil was a gun the whole time. <laughs> um, I-, I would love to have you on the Secret Show Thursday oh. if, you're, if you're out. I don't think he's in town. We have some, we have some cool handmade leather Kill uh, Tony book from the great Bones Eye. Can you, what? can you catch this? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a sweet joke book. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Hell yeah. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, I won't be able to do Secret Show, though, because I'm leaving Wednesday. Oh, well, that's a, just a sad ending. You could have said that after the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But, I mean, you, you're still live, my friend. You're in showbiz right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, an, what an energy killer that was. Give me the fucking joke book back. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Tony, he's got to get back to L.A. He's got hobbies to get to, so he can't do Thursday. Better time to start than now. There he goes, everybody. Shane Bianchi, everyone. And so it has begun. Uber. Ooh. This is a Chrysler Searing. All right, Philip Abraham, you are next on Kill Tony, straight out of the bucket. Looks like a new name. We love meeting newbies here. 
lot of sign-ups lately. You guys having fun out there? How do we feel, Austin? You with us? Drink up, my friends. The night is young. One more time for Philip Abraham. Hey, y'all. Uh, I just signed a big deal. I'm really excited about it. And I feel pretty comfortable with y'all. So I signed a deal with HBO the other day. $9.95 a month, full access to the entire catalog. Huh? Alright, um, so I'm not good at casual relationships. I just um, had a one night stand that went pretty bad. We've been married a couple years now. Um, so when I was a kid, I asked my parents for a skateboard, and they said we couldn't afford it. So. One night late at night, I snuck out of bed and I went to the garage and I got, um, I got some wood, I got a hammer, and I went up to their bedroom. Wow, Philip Abraham, everybody, making his, what I do believe is his Kill Tony debut, that, correct? God damn. Shut the fuck up, Philip. All right. I was not expecting someone scarier than Shane Bianchi. Uh, and somehow, here comes the comedian who looks you directly in the eyes while doing punchlines. <laughs> wow. This is incredible. Are you Shane's dad from uh, Nashville? No, I'm kidding. Right. So, Philip, let's talk about it. This has to be, what, your first time doing stand-up, right? Three weeks. Three weeks, okay. First of all, you have to literally lose the oldest joke of all time, the HBO <laughs> joke, which I, I have heard it for 16, 17 years continuously. I can't imagine how long the two legends... I'm sorry to give your age away again, Jim. <laughs> 25 years, probably about yeah. 25 years ago. Right, I, I mean, yeah. like, continuously. Yeah. 45 so, years. So, yeah, 45 had he's heard it. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that predates even HBO, and somehow you are doing the HBO joke. It was the Columbia Broadcasting Network, and I updated What? Columbia Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 1950s. Okay. Philip. Jesus Christ. All right. So you've been doing stand-up for three weeks. Yes, sir. You're doing some old-ass fucking bullshit-like jokes that you read out of a joke book right now because you're scared. So let's talk about what you actually could be talking about. Do you have any jokes where you actually talk about something that your perspective on... Like, what ethnicity are you? Let's start there, because you look... <laughs> he looks like the bad guy from Indiana Jones. Like, Hamana, Hamana, Hamana. Olom Shibad, Olom Shibad, Taliban. Very good, Philip. Okay, okay. It's That's crazy, close. Tony. It's crazy. Funky. I, I thought Shane had a gun. I think this nigga got a bomb. I, I got <laughs> We gotta get the fuck out of here, people! I hope the wands are working tonight. I hope the fucking bomb wands are the working mic just, tonight. The cord just fell off, so. Okay. I think that's a sign. All right, Philip. Very good. Yep. It's getting scarier. Uh, what do you do for work, Philip? I work at the cemetery. 
I'd be like bobbing. Jesus fucking bobbing. Christ. What is going on here tonight? This is, is this a special Halloween episode of Kill Tony? Someone pranking me right now? Well, I work at the cemetery, For the Tony. state. For the state. Okay, what do you do for the state? Like, that changes anything. <laughs> for the state. It's a totally different type of cemetery. Everybody's alive. Ah, so stupid. Oh! Get right. hot. Get hot. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, Gro Rogan is here. Wow. Austin's own. Jim, what do you think about this? Russell Peters. <laughs> it is. It is. It's original. But what nationality are you, though? South Indian. Ah, yeah. South Indian wavy gravy. <laughs> John D's hitting us with a little bit of South Indian music there with the left hand. Pretty easy to do if you know the fucking tones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you listen to South Indian music still? Mm, maybe a little bit. Oh, shit. This sounds like the kind of guy that yeah. likes a little remix. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Uh, tell us about your, the fun part of your life. How old are you? You seem like you could be anywhere between 140 and 300 years old. <laughs> you seem like you're like... Like you have like a special... 40. Like a curse or something. I don't know. 40, 40. 40 years old. What yeah. have you done with your life? You have, a, you have a family or anything? Or what's, no. what's the story? What have you been doing the last 40 years? I killed them, remember? Uh, Jesus Christ. Years, just failing a lot. What do you mean? Like what? Let's talk about it. Oh, oh God. You've said nothing since you got up here. You did old-timey jokes, and in the interview, you said cemetery. I didn't get anything more. I'm trying to find out about you. This is where you would start finding out if you can fucking write material in an art form. I've done a lot of stuff. Like Like what? Writing obituaries. What else? Other than writing obituaries, give us one more thing from your entire 40 years on planet Earth. Uh, you could say anything right now. Uh, ice cream shop. I worked at an ice cream shop. <laughs> I, used to, I used to mix the ice cream. What the fuck kind of ice cream shop is this? Would they order the Iraqi Road? <laughs> I'm on steroids! <laughs> what were you doing at this ice cream shop exactly? I gotta, I'm trying to figure this out. Ice cream. Were you just in charge of melting the ice cream at the end of the night? I used to dip my bald head into the ice cream. And oh, wow. Do you have a funny bone in your entire body? No, not, not right now. <laughs> have you no. ever made anyone laugh like at a I dinner? I have, I swear. Can you I give have. us an example of that? <laughs> Can you tell us about that time? Can you sort of lay the scene and then we'll be like, oh, that was funny. Or we'll be like, fuck, he did it again. The thing that he does. That one guy did that one thing the whole time where Tony was really trying, but... Punky. I'm going to say one thing, okay? I'm going to be supportive because Uh. we've been shitting on you, okay? Can I get some water? Can anybody have a drink? I'm trying to be supportive Uh. and this motherfucker asking for shit. Um... 
You know what? I'm, I, don't, I don't even want to do it no more. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, come on. Listen, yeah, this, yeah. This, I want you to laugh at your pain. Like, you're saying a lot of funny stuff, but you're not like saying the things around it that can make it funny. Like, you working at an ice cream shop, you could say a whole bunch of things that a lot of us don't know about that's funny besides you putting your nuts in the ice cream. Like, don't make shit up. Like, say what actually happened because it could be funny. You writing obituaries? I ain't never met a motherfucker that wrote an obituary. Um, yeah. That is hilarious. But like, I got say bribed stuff. once by a funeral parlor owner to write an obituary. Yeah, tell yeah, us a true story. Yeah. There's nothing, yeah. You, you know what? I want you to work on believing in yourself because you got a lot of things that you've done and you don't believe that it's funny, but it is. So work on it and you're going to be great, man. You just got to believe in it. That's true. I, I don't think you have what it takes at all to do that. At all. I'm still over here cooking up jokes about ISIS cream and shit like that. This is Kill Tony. There's no reason I should be up here. I'm getting kind of like a kind of reminds us of our friend Ty Rivera. Are you a little bit? You you are you? What's your sex life like? You you gay? I'm not fucking. You're not fucking anything. But you're not saying you're not gay. You're just afraid your South Indian parents might watch this podcast, and you're gay. They're not watching. Right? Are you gay? No, no. Uh, I I mean I'll take what I can get. There. Yep. Like dead people. That's gay, everybody. That's gay. Welcome to another episode of That's Gay. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I would fuck a guy, but I'm not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there was the Kill Tony Thank debut you. of Philip. Out. Philip, can you catch? Philip, Thank you. catch. Yeah, Philip Abraham, everybody. All right. What do we got? Ladies and gentlemen, another one of your regulars, an absolute legend, famous for his joke writing and fucking roasting skills. He does it every single week. One of the baddest motherfuckers on planet Earth. It is David Lucas, everybody. Make some noise for David, everybody. Yeah. I got the new iPhone. Uh, it's not as racist as the old iPhone. I tried to type the word nigga and the phone refused to spell the word nigga. It was like, perhaps you mean Nigeria. Or maybe you mean Nicaragua. I was like, no, I mean nigga. The phone was like, definition please. I was like, friend, partner, my nigga. I don't uh, trust flawless women. Uh, like if I see a girl with a flat stomach and a fat booty and nice titties, like I don't trust her. Because if she's flawless, I know that the flaw is in that bitch's head. <laughs> Give me a bitch without an arm. <laughs> Boom. Exactly a minute. Every single week, four years, selling out everywhere, killing yeah. all over the place. My man. Tony, what are you doing here? You should be laying eggs to feed the world. Oh, wait. Are you making fun of... We got an egg shortage, nigga. We need a hen to fucking 
Drop some eggs. Wait, <laughs> Ain't no eggs at Whole Foods, H-E-B, nowhere. You need to get up out of there, bro. You need to... Are you calling me a chicken head right now? <laughs> calling you a hen, nigga. <laughs> I love it. So you got a new iPhone. That's cool. How many bites? <laughs> How many bites did it take you to eat it? <laughs> Those are megabytes. <laughs> I love you're wearing one of Jay Leno's car covers here tonight. Uh, this is a beautiful <laughs> Tony got that white old nigga dressed like the Easter Bunny. Dude. What the fuck wrong with you? White and red. Boy, you sitting next to Marshawn Lynch's daughter, nigga. <laughs> When you yeah, eat right. pussy, they call you beast mode. <laughs> All right, you got a lot to say for them rolls to be stacking up on you like a sack of laundry, yeah. nigga. You better get the fuck. All right, now don't make me come at your ass. Come on, he, you with me at Tony? Let's you, go, motherfucker. What's let's up? Go. Let's What's go. Up? You look like you go to the women's bathroom, but you still pee standing up. <laughs> I show the fuck, dude. That ain't even a joke, nigga. That's my real life. What's up? <laughs> motherfuckers in the bathroom. All right? You, you, ain't, you, ain't cut, you ain't cutting shit in this bitch for pieces of pie, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. That What's up? Weird. It is weird. She stands up to pee. I sit down to pee. Don't, don't ask questions, all right? SNL for Pakistan for Saturday Night Lesbians. <laughs> oh, that's Single where they roll. That's where they be wrong. That's where they roll, man. It should be S and D. Saturday Night Dykes, because that's what the fuck going on around here. Yeah. Hell, Big dogs. Yes. Absolutely. I can relate because I, too, am a lesbian. I feel the exact same way. Hey, Tony, he looked like he uh, do that thumb trick in front of kids. You know what they thought about? Eddie? Yeah. You make a fun he like he'll do that thumb trick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all want to see something cool? <laughs> <laughs> David is smashing on it. <laughs> I, I tried to be good. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Uh, every time I watch you, which is never, um, I just I get more each time. And tonight, you reminded me of a Malcolm X who didn't give a fuck anymore. And you dress like you collect paintings, nigga. Shut your ass. Up. <laughs> Motherfucker got a room or nothing but pottery and weird ass paintings. You just sit in there and smoke a cigar and admire them. It's like 1.5 million in this room. (laughs) You crazy as above. I know you drop an old Volkswagen Beetle with that hat. (laughs) That hat looked like it came with a card trick, nigga. You ever play three card money? Pick out the queen. I'll give you $20. (laughs) Go to gym. That nigga like he do midnight stock at Target. That motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker dressed like one of uh <laughs> He dressed like he used to hang out with Tony Hawk, nigga. Yo ass. I'm the one that showed that nigga the 360 kick flip. <laughs> Let's hear what you gotta say, nigga like Mrs. Doubtfire, bitch. Motherfucker. Robin Williams head ass nigga, what the fuck wrong? You look like the daddy from Beethoven, nigga. Your ass. 
You better name him something because when he tears my house up, I gotta call him something. <laughs> David, I, David, I, I loved you on that TV show, My 600 Pound Life. <laughs> Actually, you, sh you should audition for that, but you probably have to lose a couple pounds. <laughs> you look like a nigga that'd get his car stolen in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> CJ would kick you out of your own car. You'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, David, forget about stand-up. Do a fucking sit-up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. No, don't cheer for that bullshit. Fuck y'all, dude. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking wrecking ball. What a fucking star. Every goddamn time. I mean... Yeah. To watch this type of a performance become more and more natural, nobody's doing anything like it. You're right, killing right. it. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, David yeah, motherfucking Lucas, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Wow. 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 Jesus fucking Christ. Come on, make some noise one more time for David Lucas. It's not easy to do. All right. God damn. That's a tough act to follow. God damn. Clayne Willard, or perhaps Kavain Quain. Might be Clayne. It starts with a K. Willard. KDA. K. Jane Willard. I was, uh, I was talking to two women the other day. I don't know if that's believable, but... Um, they were talking about the same man that they had both slept with, and one of them was like, yeah, he's got that Versace dick. I was like, is that what women do? They just take a man's penis and assign it to a fashion brand? I don't know. It made me think about myself. I was like, I might have that Oshkosh Bagosh dick. <laughs> Maybe a bugle boy on a good day. I was, uh, I don't know, I noticed that women, sometimes when they have sex, after they moan, they'll say the word fuck. They'll be like, ah, uh, fuck. And then I notice sometimes when women play tennis after they hit the ball, they're like, ah. Uh. I wish they did that in tennis. I wish they were like, ah, uh, tennis. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I'm about to start doing that in my life, you know? Ah, uh, comedy. <laughs> Heck yeah. Is it K-Dane? K-Dane, yeah. K-Dane. My Will. name's Kevin, but I don't like Kevin, so I took it out. Why don't you like Kevin? I don't know. I just don't like how it sounds, you know? Do you hate your mother? <laughs> it was actually my dad that picked it. I hate him, yeah, I know. You do hate your dad. No, he's a good guy. He's actually a deaf stand-up comedian himself. It's pretty interesting. Wow. Guy. Wow. Good thing he couldn't hear the jokes you did tonight. <laughs> Stupid. Win in Rome, you know what I mean? You gotta make that joke. <laughs> um, that's incredible. Are you, are you, but you're close with him? How long have you been doing this? Uh, four years. He started like a year before me, so I got to watch him do it for a little while. Which and you're fun. like, shit, if he could do it, I could do that's it. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. In incredible. So you guys go out sometimes and do it together? Yeah, yeah. We would do it together. We did shows together in Rochester, New York. Is that where you live? I'm from there, but I moved here a couple months ago. Oh, congratulations. You've Thanks. been in Austin for two months. What do you love about Austin? Did your deaf 
father follow you here? No, no. Uh, he's going to visit soon, though, but uh, he's not here. Um, Austin's great. I don't know. I just like the fact that I can actually do comedy more than twice a week, like in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, upstate New York is hell. We've said it many times on this show. It is truly one of the uh, most depressing Well, places. Jim comes there. You skip it. But. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I literally said an, said an oath years ago that I would never go back to upstate New York. <laughs> and, uh, I do. I sometimes will swing by Buffalo. Buffalo is the exception, also the former home of John Deese. Let me yeah. ask you this. Is your dad, like, really deaf, or is he just kind of deaf? He's completely deaf. Like, if there's a siren, then he can hear it, but he can't really know what it is. You know what I mean? Does he do, like, how does he do stand-up if he doesn't have the timing of the audience or so, the room at all? Like, it sounds like a fucking he, train wreck. <laughs> well, he lost his hearing when he was 13, so he what happened? speak uh, mercury poisoning. Oh, my God. Yeah. People drank thermometers back in that. Yeah, his brother went away to college and just left some mercury in the room that my dad moved into. And my dad was like, what the fuck is this? And started touching it. And it. Are you serious? So yeah. So your uncle has had to deal with the guilt of making his brother deaf? I never spoke to him about it, but I guess. You've never spoken to your uncle about how he made your father deaf? <laughs> That never came up in conversation? Or you, you never made a joke in this family of comedians? No one ever said, hey, hopefully they didn't put mercury in the turkey this year. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to fucking acknowledge the awkwardness of the situation, right? There's no fucking, oh, mercury's always in retrograde with us. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some acknowledgement of the fact that fucking old whoop whoop. You know what I, I mean? I was waiting for somebody else to bring it up, honestly. Like, right. Is your dad ever like, ooh? Or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, D. D, are you, am I okay? Is it okay to make fun of deaf people in front of you? I don't know what the code is. <laughs> you get along with deaf people, or is that like a thing? Like, do, do they annoy you? I'd imagine sometimes you guys are in like the same line or the same parking spot or some shit. You got hired by a deaf guy? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> God, you're so talented. You're nothing like this guy's father. It's incredible. So what do you do for actual work? How do you make a living? Well, um, I've been trying to find a job out here. It's tough. I'm a felon. I'm a felony. Um, wait, you're a felon? Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking into women's underwear stores is a... Uh... How are you a felon? I'm a retired uh, drug dealer. What? Yeah. What kind of drugs are you dealing? It was Molly. Candy you know? cigarettes? What's going on? <laughs> Imagine trying to buy drugs from him, Woody from Toy Story. You know? <laughs> There's a gram in my boot. <laughs> this shit will get you Buzz Lightyear, you know what I mean? <laughs> Wow, you were the Molly guy. Can you yeah. give us an example of like how you would sell drugs? Like, you know, can you give us? A, say you're at a concert right now and you see a bunch of people. Like, what would you? No, say? it's one of those things where you just, you know, you have it and then it just sells itself. I guess. <laughs> wow, you're so you a really good salesman. <laughs> <laughs> this Molly sells itself. Like, all right, I guess I'll have four pieces. Let's go. <laughs> so how'd you get caught? 
What was um, that like? The guy that was getting it was getting it from China, and he was like, "Dude, this email is like encrypted, bro." Like, but then you know, Homeland Security found like was watching the emails. Wait, you, know? you were you were sending Molly to China? No, no, no. no. He was getting it from China. <laughs> Dark web. This is your dealer. Yeah. Your dealer was getting it from China. That's right. Right. Uh, and he was like, the email's encrypted. You don't have to right. worry about it. Wow. But the whole time, it was not encrypted. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. They saw every email. My goodness. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, when they did they just show up to your door or something like that? Because you look like a cop. You have, like, undercover cop energy. So... If that yeah. if, if if that happened to me and I was you when they're like you're under arrest I'd be like no you're under arrest <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a sting operation on you guys <laughs> it seems like that would be believable you seem like a very very straight and narrow I know I didn't think of it at the time because I was kind of scared yeah no it wouldn't have worked at all. No. <laughs> So you can't get like a like they look at that record and you can't tell them like it was just Molly. Oh yeah, he's an international <laughs> drug dealer. Yeah, there is no there is no remorse for Molly, right? There, it's basically heroin or anything else. Might as well be yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You could be a Lyft driver. I'll try that. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. Screw you, ZipRecruiter. Red Band is out here making dreams come true. Incredible. The only problem is I also, before I moved here, right before I moved here, I got a DWI. So. Ah, the old Rochester special. <laughs> ah, nothing better living in a place where there's nothing to fucking do. Just get blacked out and fucking... How'd you get a DUI? Did they, did they catch you? Like It was one of those days, you know, one of those days where you start drinking at noon. And one of those days where you start drinking. <laughs> Son of some of us have fucking careers to run and operate. Well, yeah. Okay, so what happened? You start drinking at noon, and then yeah, and some young Dane broke your heart. No, I was. I, was <laughs> I, don't, know, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Dane? Dame? I meant Dame. No, why I just drank all day, and then I went to drive home at eleven thirty, and um, I wasn't following like the rules of the road, you know. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, that's one way of putting it. Sure. <laughs> Was there one rule specifically that you fucked up on? Well, it was funny because I didn't even get caught by the police. Like, I was driving so recklessly, a guy like uh, was like, I'm just going to follow this guy and call the cops on him. Oh, shit. And you got citizens arrested, yeah. bro. And you know I, you're drunk when some guy's leaning out of his window like, woo, woo. <laughs> you're fucked, bro. This I'm going to follow your ass all the way home. That, yeah, I was literally one minute from my house, and he was riding my bumper, and I got out of the car. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then, <laughs> and then he didn't say anything for like 10 seconds, and he turned around, and he was like, I'll just let them deal with it. And the cops pulled around the corner. And oh, like, oh, my. <laughs> there you go. All right, K-Dane Willard. Well, congratulations on getting on the show. Anything yeah. else for K-Dane? Do you guys have anything? Here you go. You want one of these, K-Dane? Yeah, this sure. is a joke book. There you Thank go. Thank you. There he goes. K-Dane Willard walking off with a... Joke book from uh, the great uh, Bonesai. Check him out on Instagram, B-O-N-E-Z-E-Y-E. No Jared Nathan tonight, correct? He's not here, right? Is that right? No Jared? There is no Jared. Right. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have another golden ticket winner who's never even performed here in Austin. He hasn't turned in on his golden ticket in forever. 
We met this young man in Seattle, Washington. I believe it was five or six years ago. Literally one of the very few golden ticket winners ever in the history of the show here for his Austin Kiltoni debut. Make some noise for Todd Royce, everybody. He's a funny guy. You're in for a special treat. One more time for Todd Royce, everyone. Come on. What's up, Austin? I'm wearing a brand new shirt that I just ordered recently online. Uh, the guy actually called me and said, Hey, Todd, you ordered a 5XL. Wanted to make sure that wasn't a typo. I said, Typo? No, it's probably type 2. <laughs> a friend of mine told me the other day that these glasses make me look like Jeffrey Dahmer never stopped eating people. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't I always take responsibility for things in my life, but I blame my weight on my mom because when I was a kid, she let me eat whatever I wanted. She wasn't like one of these parents that let their kids get gender reassignment surgery, but she did let me grow my own tits. So... <laughs> the ladies love a peck pop. I do it for them. And I'm sorry, ladies, I am married... Uh, I've been married for 15 years. My wife has seen me naked a lot. Like, my wife has seen my dick more times than I have. Thank you. Boom. Another new minute from Todd Royce, everybody. Very fucking cool. One of the few golden ticket winners ever, which is when you have, when you have such a great performance on a road show that you can check in and be on any episode of Kill Tony from then on. And it has been at least, what, three years since we've seen you? It's three years. It was the, uh, like two weeks before the shutdown. Right. Up in Vancouver. Yep. You've lost a lot of weight. It's good to see that. I have. That's... <laughs> I'm down three and a half pounds in three years. <laughs> it is incredible. I've never seen pecs get flexed like that. that Imagine is. the strength of my pecs to have to, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, if you could do that with those, I can't imagine what's hidden underneath there. <laughs> right? There is a well-shaped, good uh, person underneath all this fat. I love it. I love the way you're looking at me. You love it. He's talking to a beautiful, beautiful young woman in the front here. Look how many, I mean, there are, there's just, there's beautiful women, good-looking guys, a gay guy, I think. Right now, I'm they guessing. I don't, I don't know, I'm just my assumption it is true i love it todd you look like a balloon that we would fly over china <laughs> just an american fucking research balloon <laughs> that's what it should look like right let's get a bucky's t-shirt on this guy and float him over there let's fucking go you look like an american weather balloon that should be my new wrestling name yep or a new album or a special or whatever. Yeah. So what's been going on with your stand-up? We know that you're from the Seattle area. We saw you in Seattle. We saw you in Vancouver. Legend of the show. And what's I'm, going on now? I moved to Las Vegas, and then I got fired. Uh, and now I just do comedy. Now I'm, I'm actually doing a tour. I was down here. I'm doing a show here in Austin tomorrow night. Why, um, how, what was the job that you had in Vegas that you got fired from? I was working for a granite company. I was doing credit. Okay. Right. It sucked when I got fired from that job, got my 401k and a, a severance check. So Yeah, 401k? Is that, Four. Are you talking about the scale? That's the weight, yeah, yeah. That's my new goal weight. Yeah. 
Yeah, your doctor's like, 401, not K. <laughs> not K. I like your style, though. So how you making money now? Just off stand-up? Just off stand-up. Um, can I tell, like, can I plug a little bit? Sure. Because I got shows coming up in, uh, in Burbank and San Diego, D.C., Philadelphia, Tampa. Burbank? Where are you... Are you going to be at Bob's Big Boy? <laughs> I'll definitely be there. I'm not... Burbankians. It's a... <laughs> Uh, Jim Florentine, what do you think about this big? I man? like him, man. He's funny. You headline on the road? Yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Headline. And the scene in Vegas is there's a lot of clubs there you can perform at. There's a lot. Yeah, up and down the strip. I'm kind of working my way in there right now. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Thank you. Okay, yeah. No shortage of buffets there on this. No. Strip. Yeah. The, well, you know what? There actually is now. They've they've shut down a lot of buffets. He's they like, were like John Panette has uh, come back and. That's a no. Okay, yeah, never mind. Gonna, that's no. no, no. That did Panet? not work. No. Is that Panetta? You're gonna everybody. No John Panet references. The only two people here that know them are Eddie and Jim Florentine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to open for him. I know. We, we really? ate up, yeah, and we ate at buffets all the time. That's so. I funny. had to overeat with them every time too. I'm like, fuck it, I weigh 160. John Panette, an old school comedian who obviously was a very, very, very plump boy, and all of his jokes were about how big he was. And um, in the roast writers' room a long time ago, somebody made the joke, and I can't remember whatever whoever it was, but they're like, uh, "Did you hear about John Panette? Yeah, he went on a diet. He lost 40 minutes of material." Uh, <laughs> I always remember that. Every time I hear John Panette, I think about that joke because it cracks yeah. me up. Because if you're fat and you just talk about being fat and then you lose the weight, you're fucked. You yeah, what, what do you, what do you have? Yeah, I have, a, I have other material that I'm working on about how small my dick is. Oh, um, <laughs> is it small or is it just small on your body? I think, well, when I push it in, it does seem to get bigger. So I don't know what it's going to be. Punky, are you okay? <laughs> she thought you were a lesbian this whole time. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this big bitch. Yeah. And you know I like a big bitch. Yeah. I like a big bitch. Um, honestly, um, I just want to tell like the skinny guys, like, you have no excuse to have piss all around the toilet. You like, the only person that has an excuse to do that is a motherfucker that look like this. Like, you have no excuse. Like. Watch, hold it where he can't touch it. Like, all I'm, okay, you know what? I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. And but you take are that, funny. you skinny motherfuckers. Yeah, that's right. Like, get your shit together. You are funny, but I do wonder how you, I do wonder how you pee. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. Punky just gave away the fact that she actually does stand up while peeing. Uh, what we thought was a joke actually is true. She's mad at the people that pee on the men's side of the toilet seat. Well, because it takes aim, so I really, I kind of want you to show me. I'll show you later. If you okay, want. I mean, all right. You guys should do a trade-off. You guys should yeah. watch each other pee. It'll be good for you. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Todd, fucking fantastic. Anything else about Todd, guys? We fucking love you. You're a stone-cold killer. Where you from? I'm originally from the Seattle-Tacoma area. Okay, fantastic. They got a great person representing them. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It. Oh, thanks. How's, and your family's good? Wife's good? My wife's good. What's uh, your wife up to nowadays? Right, while you're on the road like this, what does your wife do? I'd imagine fucking a whole lot of uh, <laughs> whole lot of picking up crumbs in the kitchen or something like that. Or she's finally putting the TV trays away. She's... She's finally got a chance to uh, clean out the microwave film. 
She's changing the light in the refrigerator and it went out. <laughs> She's fucking doing her fucking rounds at Costco right now, perhaps. What's the wife up to? What does she, what do, what does she do again? What does she do for work? Yeah, sure. I, I'm just think, trying to think of more jokes. Uh, but yeah, what does she do for work? She's a dietitian. <laughs> Yeah! Make some noise for Todd Royce, everybody. There he goes. What an appearance. That is a true golden ticket winner. For those of you that are historians of the show, that's a pretty big deal. I'm honestly quite shocked that uh, Todd Royce made it through the global pandemic that supposedly we were supposed to be so worried about. But meanwhile, we have guys that we have 700 pound guys that we haven't seen in three years. Like, yeah, I moved to Vegas. What's up? fucking shit. They tried to shut down the country for that shit. This guy's out here shaking his tits. They tried to shut down the country because of COVID. He's flexing his fucking 200 pound tits. (laughs) Make some noise for your next comedian, Dave Dowling, everybody. Dave Dowling. Hell yeah. How many of you guys like it when comedians do good on this show? How many of you like it when comedians do bad on this show? Whoa, very interesting. Dave Dowling, everybody. One more time for Dave, everyone. One more time for Dave Dowling, everybody. Come on, these people wait all night for this, for the chance to maybe get a minute. Here's Dave Dowling. So it's 2023. It's been a wild year before. Uh, sports, sporting events have been really odd and wild. I'm waiting for like a uh, tall redneck Asian with a full beard to become like the number one NASCAR driver. Uh, I became a uh, father this year. Yeah, that's a story in itself. But it made me wonder too, like, how hard was it to fucking uh, potty train Helen Keller? Like, that had to be a weird one. Anyways, uh, I was born without a sense of smell, and uh, I always have people ask me, like, to smell this or whatever, even my own mother. It's kind of like fucking. Uh, Asking him, you know, like your mom asking you if you, uh, do you see that sunrise? (laughs) I'm done. All right, Dave Dowling. I think that was done before it started. You really don't have a sense of smell? No, I do not. Well, you stink. (laughs) I believe. I love it. You're coming off like fresh off of your fucking third divorce energies over here right now. Just been drinking all day. You're fucking like mad about shit. I don't know what's going on. You walk D madness. He doesn't even have to go pee right now. He's just fucking. So Dave, I don't even know where to begin with you. It's so interesting. This is one of your first times doing stand-up, correct? The first time. The first time ever. Okay. Thank God for that. If you were going to say you were a 10-year vet, I'd be fucking really depressed. 
Uh, so Dave, what made you want to start today? You're what, about 49? Oh, 38. 50? You're 38? You're 38? Are you fucking with me? No. Are you fucking with me right now? Are you fucking fucking with me, dude? Are you messing with me? The guy who gave you this opportunity, you're just fucking gonna lie to me, dude? Are you fucking serious, bro? Have you just been (laughs) getting your heart broken continuously while working on rooftops? Like, what, how is 38 an option here? Like, just Mountain Dew, like, never a glass of water, just straight Mountain Dew? And fucking what? Bread? Like, white bread? White bread and Mountain Dew? Just nothing else? Like, someone told you that was cool and never stop working, no matter how much the job pays? Like, what? There's no way you're 38. You're fucking with me, dude. 1984. Oh, my God. We are the same age. I am actually 38. See, me and you, my dear friend, have reverse problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god. You look like you got abused and abused. You look like a second generation abuser. An abuser of women, children, animals, perhaps. Am I correct? I get animal abuse. I'm getting a lot of things. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. <laughs> okay, Dave, let's talk about it. What have you been doing for 38 years? Why do you think you look like a 55-year-old worn-down man? A lot of drugs in the past. Ah, hell yeah. You're one of the original jackass guys, right? No, I'm kidding. Kidding. What kind of drugs are we talking about? Crystal meth, heroin, all the good ones. If you tell me Molly right now, I'm gonna kill myself. If you tell me you got Molly from China. No, no, no. Can you imagine that guy buying drugs from the creepazoid earlier? Like, what's going on? I figured he'd be a good drug dealer because who the hell would have thought he was stealing drugs? Right, I know. I thought it was. I thought it was. I still think you're dealing drugs right now. So, what do you do, Dave? 38 years of what, other than drugs? For like a living? Sure. Uh, I paint sets for movies, and I also buy and sell drums, not drugs. You buy and sell drums. You make a living doing that. Uh, It's part-time, but yes. Okay. Most of the money comes from the movies. Okay. During COVID, I sold about $60,000 worth of drums. Okay, okay, very good. Okay, $60,000 worth of drums. That's, that's pretty good. That's a lot of drums. So what else? What do you do for fun? Like, what's your deal? What uh, play music. You play music? I do. What kind of music do you play? Uh, I'm open to all kinds of music. But, uh, like what? What do you mean all kinds of music? I started playing a lot of metal music, but a lot of rock genre and stuff. What's your main instrument? There must be one above all. Drums. Really? No, these old school alpha fans. Oh no. Is that what you want? Is that really what you want? All right. I mean, if that's what you guys want to do. It's been a long time since we've done this, but as some of you know, there is a legendary segment on this show called a Mexican drum up where where we have a competition uh, in which 
one human gets to drum solo and they have to try to beat the resident drummer. It's literally never happened before. We've done this, I think, 50-some or 60-some times. It's never happened before. But right now, if this happens, Dave Dowling could potentially be the new drummer of Kill Tony. You get to decide, but you have to be honest when you guys vote at the end. But ladies and gentlemen, here on this night, completely unplanned, there shall be a Mexican drummer. Well, well, well. Something started a long time ago on this show. This man has a chance to work professionally as a drummer on the number one live podcast in the world. All he has to do is have a better drum solo than our resident drummer, professional musician, Michael Gonzalez. And now, Dave, are you ready? Here with his drum solo, after his first time ever doing stand-up comedy, this is Dave Dowling! Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dave Dowling. Quite the showing. Quite the showing. Michael Gonzalez hamming it up down here. Undefeated all-time in Mexican drum-offs. A professional drummer. Undefeated. Ladies and gentlemen, here to defend his throne, to defend what he loves, his position every Monday, our friend, Kill Tony's own. This is Michael Gonzalez. decisions to make, believe it or not. 
because historically on this show, you get to decide. It wouldn't quite be fair if I got to pick it. But here you are. You get to hear it live. How many of you have Dave Dowling winning the Mexican drum off here tonight? How many of you have Michael Gonzalez winning? The Kill Tony drummer, the great Michael Gonzalez. Dave, you got on stage for your first time ever. Here's a little joke book for you. Take one of those. That's from the great Bones Eye. That's real Texas leather. Honestly, I thought it was close, man, for real. I thought I was like, oh, shit, this Red guy's band, really good. Red Band doesn't have an ear for music. No, 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 no. Before Mike went on okay, stage. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Red Band. There you go. Red Band trying to get his fucking late Democratic vote in. Over here. Didn't show up to the polls, but here he is. Hey, I think we should uh, maybe do a recall here. Uh, creepy ass fucking good. Pflugerville liberal. Shut the fuck up. There he goes, Dave Valley. <laughs> hey, I want to get. I want to do my absentee vote now. Shut he did up. good though. He did good. He did good. Though. He did good. Yeah. Not as not nearly as good as no. Michael. Yes. Let's check in with the great Punky Johnson for just I, a second. I, I here. do want to say something. What, what 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 his name is again? Dave Dowling. Man, Dave. Yo, first of all, we shouldn't have played with you. You had percussion on your fucking shirt. That motherfucker got percussion written on his shirt. So you that means you the heart of everything because you got your shit. Stop doing comedy though. Just play the drums. Um, <laughs> oh, Mike. You played that shit like some, like, like the risk was somebody fucking your wife, dude. Like, you was like, ain't nobody fucking my bitch. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you played that shit, boy. I looked out, I, I saw a third arm popping out of his body. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Hitting the fucking symbols up there. Bluetooth. I'm sitting up here thinking about switching lanes, fucking around with Mike. Oh, damn. Boy, you you're gonna, you're gonna have the drum. Michael's gonna have the drumsticks, the thighs, and the wings tonight. <laughs> All right, what the fuck do we do from here? You guys want to go back to this bucket, huh? Oh yes, my friends. And still, the chaos continues. Your next comedian, straight out of the bucket, goes by the name of Clint Parker. Everyone. Ooh. Sounded like there was a little pop from the comedy section there. That's always an interesting sign. Yeah. Clint Parker is next on Kill Tony. Here he comes. One more time for Clint Parker, everybody. Here he is. Hey, is the never-ending story still going? Now, speaking of the 80s, Saturday nights, I spent most of my time whacking off to Ron Asher on USA up all night. But it took me a lot longer to get off when it was Gilbert Gottfried on Fridays. I taught my wife martial arts. Well, I'm working on it. Not so she can defend herself. It's so that if we get accosted on a way to a gig, she can fight him off while I protect my guitar. (laughs) 
All right. The only reason I even know about this show is because sometimes I go through the, the YouTube vortex on, and I found Kill Tony. I know I got minimal time. Uh, but I saw this 96 question thing about Taylor Swift, and I was like, my wife's in the kitchen. She's over there doing dishes like she's supposed to be doing. Jesus Christ. Clint Parker, everybody. This is another very special domestic abuse edition of Kill Tony. This is a very, very special one. My goodness. Clint, welcome to the fold, my friend. This is your first time doing stand-up? Second. Second. Where was the first time at? Speakeasy, open mic. Okay. How did that go? I was the only one that got any laughs. Oh, wow. Look at that. Okay. So this is your second time ever. You have the swagger of a guy that's been doing it a hundred years. You almost seem like you didn't just bomb up here 20 seconds ago. It's incredible. Like you have the swagger I knew I would. I love it. Is that a voodoo doll in your pocket? What is that? It, yeah, my wife bought this. It's, it was actually blessed by a, by a voodoo doctor, and I think that's the only reason that you called my name, dude. Wow. Okay. Oh, no, don't do that. Okay. Very good. She caught it! She caught it! Okay. Very good. I Unbelievable. Think, uh, I think the voodoo doll is working, but not the way you think it is. <laughs> So, Clint, let's talk about it. Where, where where'd you come from? Where did you go? What's going on here? What do you want first? Any of it. Got here in 84. I've been in Austinite my whole life. Um, you got here in 84? When I was five. Oh, yes. okay. I was going to say, just remember that 84 is also the birth year of the 65-year-old man that was up here earlier. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. Okay, so you got here in 84. Got it. What do you do for work? You really want to know? Oh, dude, I'm already... I work for fucking fucking Best Buy, man. Okay. Okay. What do you do for Best Buy? Number two salesman in the country last quarter. Wow. All right. Very interesting. What are you selling? What are you slinging? Molly? No. They fucking fired 35 people from my store, the most in the country during COVID, and now I have to sell fucking coffee pots Why are you and refrigerators. Why are you screaming? Yeah, he's oh, like, I don't know. It's like a smash mouth just so they can hear me. Um, it's frustrating, but I'm a musician and I play in a rock and roll band You're a with my too? wife. Really? Yes. Oh my God. You do everything with your wife, huh? <laughs> Yes. Is that the lady that you threw the voodoo doll to? 100%. Wow. Wow. I thought that was just some cool rock and roll shit. You're just going to get your voodoo doll back after the show. You cheap bastard. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. That's good. At least he's got good showmanship out here throwing dolls into the audience to your own wife. Very interesting. What instruments do you guys play? I'm the guitar player. She's the singer. Okay. All right. And we do dual vocal harmonies. Okay. Yeah. This is like a very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Very good. It sounds absolutely terrible. How long have you big guys been doing this? 14 years. 14 years. Really? D Madness, what do you think? Do you want to hear what a fucking bunch of billy goats sound like 14 years ago? Get your wife down here. Get that fucking. Come on down. Her name is actually Melody, too. That's what's fucking cool about it. It's not, it's not that cool. No. It's not that cool. 
I mean, your name's Clint. How do you explain that? <laughs> All right, my very parents. Good. My actually, my first name is William. <laughs> I go by uh, my middle uh, name. Uh, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> let's hear you fucking. Let's see if you guys are any good at. Music. I'm ready. I got a pick. Very good. Oh shit, Dog the Bounty Hunter also. There you are, baby. Can we get two mics? Oh my god, I don't know what show on fucking A and E you guys are from, but. It, it could be a few options here. Intervention, probably. <laughs> yeah. Pawn stars meets porn stars meets fucking... Bridezilla. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Damn. We see who wears the fucking real pants in this relationship. Look at this. She needs a microphone. She's the lead singer. Okay. All right. It's a short mic. It. Here it is. This is like a Megan Jack White Power here. This is incredible. <laughs> My musician friends love that one, you fucking hacks. You Megan Jack White Power. No. All right, here they are, Clint and his wife, everybody, live on Kill Tony. I don't know why I'm doing this, but... stop you there. I'm gonna stop you there. Holy I'm mom. gonna stop this right here. Thank you so much. Thank I don't know so what much. fucking country bumpkin. Where do you, where are you guys from? Right here in ATX, brother man. No way. You're from here? Really? Oh yeah, 84. That's right. Jesus. You're literally the worst musicians I've found in the entire city. It's incredible. Yeah, I bet. I go out every night and that's just insane. That's uh, absolutely unbelievable. It's like some type of weird fucking... <laughs> It's like watching karaoke at a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Yeah. It's like some real fucking that's, lame shit. That, every night, every day, I listen to live music in this fucking city. Sometimes it's over coffee in the afternoon. Sometimes it's late at night at a fucking place that I don't want to mention or else you people will show up there. But the point is, the point is I listen to live music all the time. And I got to say, it's unbelievable to find that there's uh, someone that didn't impress me. <laughs> That was grunge in Florida in 2004. Okay, we like to. Yeah. Red Band, when you do it, it's extra mean for some reason. <laughs> Let's check in with the band. What did the band think? John Dees, what did you think about uh, you, you, you? You came a long way from Buffalo to get away from people like this, so I'm interested to see what, uh, what John Dees thinks. <laughs> John doesn't want to be mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It's not? It's got to be. Yeah, it is. It's on. Tap it again. He don't want to talk. He, he going to say something stupid. Right. I can say what you was thinking if you want me to. No, it's Tony. Tony, I think his comedy set was better than the music set. <laughs> I know. That's low. What's the name of the band so that people can give you guys a fair shot? And we are it. called Traces Left. Traces Left. <laughs> and on March 8th, we will be playing Long Center in front of a thousand people. Really? Holy shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, 
Congratulations. Here, here's a little joke book. Hey, Clint. Boom. Clint Parker, everybody. There he goes. Hey, Clint. You guys want to do something fun right now? You want to sage this room with some fucking crazy energy right now? Well, then I have a special treat for you. We have a a friend of the show and a friend who uh, got into the comedy game six or seven months ago and is absolutely crushing. Uh, I love this guy. He's such a fucking character. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the great Uncle Laser, everybody. Oh, shit. There he is. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's really him! Listen here now. I've been saying it for a while, but nobody's been seeming to be paying attention. The season of the witch is upon us, fellas. If the little chubby, fat-eyed, fucking gothic girl at your workplace can give you the friendly eyes as of late, don't do it. It's a fucking trap. How do I know that? Well, I'm fixing to fucking tell you. I hooked up with one of these horoscope bitches a while back. She was a cancer. Not in a horoscope sense. She was a literal fucking cancer because she was trying to kill me. She was into butt stuff, which I'm into butt stuff. But she was not gentle by any means. She started off touching my butthole with her thumb like she was priming a lawnmower. Then it turned into a hairbrush handle. And then she reached under her bed and she grabbed a fucking... Christmas tree ornament string of fucking steel balls and she jammed them in there packed tightly and she started starting that fucking lawnmower. I gotta get my prostate checked daily now not because there's anything wrong with me it's the only way I know how to come. Ladies and gentlemen you have been Uncle Lasered everybody. I mean coming in Tag, 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 punch, 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 tag, tag, Who punch, gives punch, a shit? Just doing the goddamn thing. I absolutely love it. It, it. it is unbelievable. You're doing it. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't got no job no more, so we got to figure it the fuck out. He left his extremely well-paying job out in the oil fields to fucking come take on comedy head-on. And it has literally been, it's been a couple weeks since we've seen you. And yeah. You, and you have been doing a bunch of crazy shit. You got re- a bunch of internet fucking attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a couple shows. I uh, actually got casted in a commercial. Uh-huh. You got cast in a commercial. I'm yeah, here, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm here to help you, Uncle Laser. You didn't get casted. Whatever it is. I I signed up and they pulled my name from the bucket. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. I love it. And it's a Vagisil commercial. Because everybody likes a healthy and happy vagina. Is that what you're going to do in the commercial? That's exactly what I'm doing. That's why I wear the sunglasses for a dramatic effect. I'm taking acting classes, too. They're not going well. Jim Florentine, what do you think about Uncle Laser? Uh, I just love looking at Punky's face the whole time. She's fucking horrified. Punky, I'm trying to lose my virginity to you later, darling. (laughs) I'm into chicks, too. Scissor me fucking timbers, you know what I'm saying? He's got the lesbian hair. Out here looking like a bulldog lunch lady. Come on, baby, you can take me for a ride. 
Punky does not know what to do to you right now. I've never seen her this bewildered before. No, Speechless. She's, she's just wait till I right. put it in. Speechless. Just wait till we t- entanglement. <laughs> put it in what? What the fuck is you talking about? I'm looking like this because I don't know what the fuck you've been talking about. That, I'm not looking like this for nothing, no other reason. I, you know, look. I get the cancer shit. These hoes is out here toxic. I get it. Yes, she knows. Um, but yeah, you lost me with the butt stuff, man. You lost. You of all people, I lost it with the butt stuff. You got a do rag and a beanie on, and you lost it at the butt stuff. Um, I'm a dyke. I'm I'm a dyke. Do you understand yeah. what dykes do? <laughs> okay. Anyway, they let's do move they, on. they do dyke shit. Yeah. Um, they don't do butt stuff. Is that the other gays? When you said you put... That's the other gays that do that. Yes. I've been misinformed, Pookie. I'm sorry. I want to apologize. Sincerely. Uh, I was misinformed. My mom was hooked on drugs. I never got hooked on phonics. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Well, all I'm going to say is... On, I'm going to just skip to the positive shit. Because um, that's all I got right now. I love D-Generation X, Shawn Michaels. And boom, all boom. Kids. The heartbreak kid. Goddamn right. Um, you remind me of a modern-day Lex Luger. And yep. Thank you. I think it's kind of hot. So Thank you, you baby. Yep. Look at that. I'm going to just end it positive. Hey, Tony, real quick, it's though. It's good to see Uncle Laser and Aunt Jemima out here getting on. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, if you want to end racism, I'm about it. You know what I'm saying? Um... Wait a minute. Well, God damn it. See, I keep doing it. Draw it back. Now, what the fuck did you just tell me? (laughs) In racism? End it by just coming together. Okay. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm shutting up. I would love to see what would happen if we did like a blind pussy eating taste test with you. You just put your feet up in the air with like a black curtain and like a hole. And we had uh, perhaps three. I think three would be good. The two women and one uncle I would, uncle but laser. I wouldn't trust it because he would go at my prostate, this nasty <laughs> motherfucker. There's a G-spot in every butthole, I found out. <laughs> Not in this one, okay? okay? Fair is fair. Listen, you better learn how to work the clitoris with your crazy cut-shaped hair ass. I'm going to have to teach you a couple things, Lex Luger, okay? <laughs> now, what else you want to talk about? That's you. You got a how-to video, whatever you need. I mean, I got to watch you guys make each other speechless at different parts of this interview. It's incredible, Jim Florentine. Tony, I really think that laser thinks he could turn punky if he has a chance, don't you? If you go back to the after party and you start seeing these dance moves, Dollar, and I swear to God, I cut a fucking rug. Well, you better stop. I'll cut. I'll cut. I'll cut that clitoris up. You're going to go straight to hell. I don't like cock. I, if I wanted dick, I would want dick, not cock. That's okay? fair. That's fair. Okay? So That's fair. I don't want to be drilled or pounded to the wall. Whoa, whoa. I'm a sensual lover. Very sensual. That's how y'all be talking. I'll pound you to the wall. Whoa. Relax. Relax. You're very sensual. Is that true? very? Why do you think I got this haircut like this? Some ladies grab that back of that head. Listen, that nose and that tongue touch a clip at the same time. You ever put your you ever put your tongue on that two ends of a battery and it shocks you? It's just like that. Wow. Just like that. Wow. Wow. You better believe it until I eat it, then you'll see it, baby girl. Oh my God! This guy is cutting pussy eating promos right now. Look. 
Can I do, can I say one thing? Yeah, you can speak see speaking all. of cancer. I'm gonna shoot my shot here. Okay. No more poke, it's not working. Okay. There's a young lady in the crowd tonight that has a uh, no hair at all. I see you, darling. Okay. I see you out there, and I wanted to say what what is going on? You might be the cure for cancer. You are absolutely gorgeous. It may be cancer as well, but I tell you what, I love it. I love it. Laser, are you are you getting to a point here or something? Are you just giving the girl? No, I just genuinely wanted to tell her she's beautiful. Okay. She's genuinely beautiful. I think that, that, that she, is, she looks incredible. That's all I wanted to say. I'm not trying to touch her clitoris. I swear to God. I just wanted to say and you you're think, beautiful. And you think we believe you after 20 minutes of you trying to turn punky? I I, you think we just think you're being kind to this girl out of the kindness of your heart? I don't even want to fuck you. I just wanted to give you a compliment. I don't want anything in return. I mean, unless you're offering, in which case... Relax. If I see it, I will eat it, and I will be it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I will tell you what. I will tell you what. It is quite the wide range of windows you've left open for you between Punky and her dreadlocks and a white girl with a shaved head. And baby girl, I apologize because he insulted the shit out of you. You shaving off your hair—that's that's woman power. It ain't got nothing to do with cancer. Goddamn right. No. I'm- He's an asshole. It is beautiful. You are beautiful regardless of what the fuck happened to your goddamn head, okay? He's crazy. ain't got nothing to do with cancer. You strong-ass woman. What the fuck? I was genuinely giving her a compliment. I genuinely was. No, she might be the cure for cancer. What the fuck are you talking about? Because she's so damn pretty. Nigga, go home. That's not how you cure cancer. Jesus Christ. That's not how you cure cancer. And just because of all that, I'm going to have Punky send you a video later of her eating her pussy. Oh, my God. Baby girl, I got Thanks for the hookup. That's right. That's goddamn right. That was good, Tony. That's goddamn right. That bitch is going to have cornrows in the morning. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the sensation himself, Uncle Laser, everybody. Have we... Did we have a female yet? Did we have a single female comedian here tonight? Should we get a female up here, huh? Alright, let's see what happens here. Cole, Loey, Chandler... See what happens here. We're gonna get a girl up here, representative, something for Punky to feast her eyes on. How about Mia Chan? This looks like a looks like a female's handwriting. Mia Chan, M I Y A. See what happens here. You guys still having fun? We're getting into the d- depths of the show now. Here she comes. Uh, she's been on this show before. Here she is, everybody. It's Mia Chan. Oh my God. Let me just take this off real quick. Oh, never mind. You got to take it off. Yeah? Oh, never mind. Um, so, um, what? Um, Rip and Sarah follow me on Instagram. Um, so I'm a legal immigrant. I've been to uh, 34 states. Um, 
No, that's not part of my joke. Oh my god, I got so nervous again. <laughs> All right, um, I'm from Taiwan, so everybody here from Taiwan? No, just white people. Okay, um, so so I have to migrate. I'm sorry, uh, it's life. There's not a lot going on there, so it's like this. Okay, if you're retarded, you go to make um, Lululemon towel, and then if you're If you stay in school and then you finish all your homework, you go make uh, computer chips, and that's like the best you can get. So that's why I'm here. I'm trying to, you know, not just like make products for y'all. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Mia Chan. Thank you. Wow, taking off that jacket was one of the most Asian things I've ever seen before. You just had to show us your straight A's, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't teach that. <laughs> Positive racism, everybody. Straight A's. It's about being smart, not about having small tits. <laughs> Just kidding. You have small tits. Uh, you could have kept the jacket on. You're the one that wanted to go fucking braless with the fucking. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't like wearing bra. What? I don't like wearing a bra. Okay. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let those little sake cups hang. You know what I'm saying? Those little fucking. It's okay. They're small. <laughs> those little sake. Cheers. <laughs> little tiny. <laughs> little tiny cups. <laughs> Don't worry. You're not gonna get in trouble for this. <laughs> Do you have dark areolas? Red band. What the fuck kind of question is that? It is 2023. Why would you say that? You're putting everybody at risk. Do you have dark areolas? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Okay. Okay. Uh, welcome to the show, Mia. How long have you been doing stand-up? Six months. Six months. And what do you do for work? You've been on this show before. Remind um, us. So I go to school still, but I ran out of money to pay. Like, you, yeah. What? <laughs> to pay? Like... Yeah. You're running out of money Thanks. to pay Thank for you. school. Thank yeah. you, Matt Muelling, my senior Asian uh, translator. Uh, hey. okay. I'm still a student, but like, like you know, what are you happening. studying? English. Uh, I could see. Yeah. I see you have a lot of work to do. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Right. What do you plan on doing uh, with a degree in English so, in an English-speaking so society? Yeah. Ah, red band. Yeah, yellow rose. Red Band has an idea. That's the Pornhub sound effect for those of you that don't know. So I teach English online when I run out of. You money. teach English to who? Taiwanese. Taiwanese people. Yeah. So yeah, this is like part of my resume. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last time uh, she was on, she was about to go to court. Remember? She, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, how'd that go? That's right. Remind us. What were you going to court for again? Evading arrest. Right. <laughs> Because you ran from the police, is that right? Yeah. And then they caught you. So you yeah. just went to court. How did that go? What ended up happening? So I don't have a lawyer, so they... Um, gave you a gave, public defender. Yeah. Right. I lost his number, though. Oh, wow. That's, that's very, very unlucky of you. What's your plan now that you have no representation? No, I'll find it, hopefully. Or he, I hope he'll text me or something. Yeah. That's I didn't do nothing. 
nothing, so That's, I'm not worried about that. All the, be- all the best lawyers Tec- are known for texting their clients before... Uh, Texas cop is a little crazy. Texas what? Texas cop. But Texas. it's okay. The Texas cop is yeah. crazy? Did he show up to your court? Yeah, they're all there. They were all there. I don't know how it works because it's I'm like a, a good human being and I don't break laws and evade arrest. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm a good person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Tony, I'm curious on why she ran Some from the cops. No, it's just like... No, I, I'm going to talk about this after the court. Case okay, you don't want to talk about it? That's fine. I don't know. Like, I came right. here, you know, I came here as an exchange student and it's like, I... I yeah, I stay. Why is people talking? I don't know. You shouldn't um, let it affect you, though, because you're supposed to be a professional. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. So, I, yeah, I was here. I was an exchange student, and then they placed me in Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's like the border of Indiana close to Ohio and to Kentucky. It's just like this Amish people, you know, fat people, just complete. Not your, not your cup of tea. Not your cup no, of... No, it's not fine. Your, not yeah. Your, not I, your cup of tea. I like it. That's tea. why... I stay. Yeah. Okay. Green tea. Very good. Uh, but right. it's like, I'm still figuring out, you know, it was like the, it was like Indiana and then I go to school in LA. So it's like, you know, the whites and then the liberals, like. Oh, shit. You know. okay. I'm still learning. Yeah. Okay. But I love everybody. I swear to God, this is Hans in a wig. Uh, <laughs> that's what he says, yeah, too. Whites yeah. and liberals and the same, same fucking thing. Uh, you guys have anything for, uh, what do you think about uh, Mia Chan? Um, I think you should stop putting your business in the streets. Because <laughs> um, that's deep, bitch. You was running from the popo and you out here saying stuff. They're going to yeah. get you, girl. They're going to get no, you. No, I'm okay. Uh, because it's just like, part, it's just the, it's just on stage. No, girl. You need, to, no, bitch. Listen. <laughs> Baby, let me take the feds be watching. You need to come up here and talk about other stuff. My parents never, you know. I, you know what? First of all, I, what you, whatever you just did for that minute, I forgot what it was, but I thought it was funny. Oh, thank you. I thought thirty seconds of it was taking off that jacket. I thought it was like some type of clown act, but. Yeah. Um, um, but I do think that you have potential to really be in this game. So thank you. If yeah. you're gonna, if you're gonna. If you're gonna, because it was funny, right? So if you're gonna talk about you evading the police, that should have been your minute, bitch. Like, because we wanna know, and you're not, re- you kinda oh, like. You really? Because I'm. No, 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 your uh, minute over. Don't do it. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm just telling you that I think you're funny, and if you really, like, in a court, stop talking about it, the feds be watching, and you have potential, so, so start pulling from other shit and talking about that shit. Been in therapy. I'm trying to be positive. So I'm telling you, you got potential and you do your thing, but stop talking about your legal issues, bitch, on national podcasts. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. International. But I would say. International podcasts. Yeah, I make it international. I would say keep running, you know, keep running. <laughs> yeah. From the That's police. how I feel. I'm like, just do anything. Yeah. They just oh, see my Cali plates and they're mad. That's your thing, so keep doing that, yeah. <laughs> keep confronting authority and then coming back to us. Bitch, do not listen to this white man. <laughs> do you understand me? <laughs> you are colored, girl. Okay? Stop 
stop it. Listen to me. She she looks offended. You said colored and she flinched. Does that offend you being called colored? Um, well, colored. Welcome to another episode of Blacks and Asians Don't Get Along at All, by the way. Don't know if y'all know that here in Texas, but we learned quick in L.A. They do not like each other. You see these people in New York, they're pushing each other on railroad tracks and shit. (laughs) That's why Blasians are a unicorn. Wait, wait. Thank you. Red Bands, Infinite Wisdom, everybody. I got into a fight with black girls before, but... You have gotten into a fight with black girls before. I don't know why. Wow. Punky would fuck you up, dude. I don't know. Put your jacket on and go home. They call call her Dyke Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) You almost stepped on that joke, Mia. But my only friend in Indiana was a black girl, too, because, you know, colored people. Yeah. This is one of the worst English-speaking English students I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, she ran out of money, Tony. That's why she can't go back to school. Right. What why are you, did you on up? right now? Huh? What are you on right now? Marijuana. And what else? That's it. No, baby girl, that's yeah. not just marijuana. Yeah. We don't do, you know. I'm just doing marijuana. There's no a lot, not a lot of drugs problems in Taiwan, so that's I'm why. I'm shut up. I'm gonna put like the I'm microphone here. down. You're good. You're good. Like experiencing. Have you ever been with a woman before, sexually? No, I'm with a white guy. I know you're with a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that so hard to believe? Uh, it was funny on so many levels, right? Especially how you said it. It can't really be much more. Can you say it again? White guy? Well, now you said it kind of white. Before you are like, I am with white guy. Uh, but now you're trying to fucking... Sorry, I learned everything from the internet. English, you know. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Um, so right now you're with a white guy, but have you ever been with a woman? Have you ever spent an evening with a female and been sensual with a woman in a sexual type of way? <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing asking you this until Punky's Not head really, explodes. But, so. <laughs> but I seem like my roommate's dildo and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the. Yeah. All right. Do you guys, do, I wonder if Asians, uh, do they scissor or chopstick? What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> All right. There she goes. You've been on the show before. You have a small joke book, right? Yeah. There she goes. Mia Chan, everybody. Mia Chan. All right. Let's put a ribbon on this fucking thing. You guys ready to end this show with a goddamn bang or what? There's only one way to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the regular that has done more sets than anybody ever in the show's entire history, Austin Zone, the Memphis Strangler, the Big Red Machine, William Montgomery! First off, holy shit, I literally thought that bitch had a gun. And she's about to shoot you, Red Band. (laughs) Tony, I've had a really hard week, so I honestly bought 500 uh, fortune cookies. I got them today. 
Uh, I wasn't able to come up with any minute or anything, but I thought I would just read some of these fortune cookies just to... This week, Biden said half the women in his administration are women. That seems high. Have you seen any of those fucking hags? Holy shit. I recently realized I've been giving my girlfriend advice that I don't apply to my own life, so I started doing this thing where any time... <laughs> I'm about to give her advice, I just apply whatever that is to my own life, and I've got to say, I've gotten really good at giving myself a blowjob. Holy shit. <laughs> Man, I got bought at Disney World at that shit! <laughs> They got me doing it at Disney World. Literally, I got fired. Unattractive people are more likely to continue wearing masks post-COVID, and I have to say, it, it, my only reaction to that is, thank you. <laughs> Holy shit, have you ever seen those hags? <laughs> Got a bunch of fucking hags walking around. <laughs> Little words of the wise, but if you get a baby hippo, they don't actually stay the same size as the bathtub. <laughs> Some piece of shit at fucking Petco ripped me off. Holy shit, he didn't tell me that. I swear to God, I thought the hippopotamus stayed the same size as the bathtub they were in. They don't. They get huge. <laughs> all right, that's all I have. Wow. Wow. The man who's done more new material on this show than anybody ever in this show's history finds a way week after week after week to creatively reinvent himself and his vessel. Tony, I was not joking when I said I've had really bad luck this week. There's something you told me. I think you'll remember this past week. I have an elephant collection. I've been collecting elephants since I was young. 
And Tony asked me if I had any elephants where the, the trunks were down, and sure enough, I did. And, and Tony, I got rid of those elephants. And I've still been having the worst fucking week, Tony. Why did you tell me to get rid of those did, fucking what elephants? Did, what did you do with the elephants? I fucking threw them away like you told me to, man. Some of those were for my grandmother. You, I, you put them in the trash? Yeah. Did you take the trash out? Yeah, I mean, they're gone. You told me to do that, Tony, and I've just had the worst luck. What what happened? At, when did exactly did you get rid of the trunk down elephants? It's a very interesting thing to bring up. It was Saturday, and then my fucking electricity goes out. My electricity was out literally the whole fucking time, Tony. Some of those elephants were from my grandmother, Tony. And you told me to get rid of them. You said my luck would change, and then the fucking power goes out, and <laughs> you're... My 500 fucking fortune cookies arrive. It cost me $100 for 500 fortune cookies. Holy shit. <laughs> I noticed that one of the fortune cookies had two pieces oh. of paper on the inside. <laughs> yeah. It did. Yep. So you, you wrote the jokes down and then put them back inside of cookies? Yeah, I went through probably 50 of them. <laughs> I swear to God, I was doing it for the past hour before I got here, trying to stuff those fucking things into the... <laughs> how, did you get it, how did you get it wrapped up? How did you wrap them up, back how did up? You, huh? How did you get them wrapped back up? <laughs> Do what? How did you wrap them back up? You put the notes in there and how did you... Can you say them? that a little slower? I swear, I can't understand you. I swear. Forget it, it don't matter. Who the fuck are you? Why were you trying to give me advice on that shit, man? (laughs) I have 500 of these fucking plays in my ass right now. (laughs) He's a wild man, Jim. There's no explaining it. The man is out of control. Tony, I swear to God, I caught squatters at at my apartment yesterday. I caught squatters, and it was the first time in my life I've killed someone where I was literally, I was kind of justified in doing it. It was the biggest rush. Yeah, he was squatting. I was in the fucking closet. I just waited on his ass. Fucking. How did you kill this guy? I honestly, I was strangling him, and then I put some fortune cookies in his fucking mouth. And wow. But yeah, it was the first time I feel like I was justified in killing somebody. So that was pretty exciting. How exciting was it? Did it? Did you get really passionate about it? It wasn't. Tony, I swear to God, I found the best Oreo cookies. They're cookies and cream, cream Oreo cookies. I ate, I don't know, a whole, the whole thing last night. Yeah, I've never heard of Can such you explain a thing. to us what that is? Is there cream on the outside? I don't get it. Just an Oreo cookie. Just the cream is cookies and cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd never seen that before. It was delicious. It was How? double stuff. Oh, double stuff. Yeah, that shit was double stuff. <laughs> I love it when it's double <laughs> How much do you love it? Almost more than when I killed that dude. <laughs> I swear to God, I scared the shit out of him. I jumped out of the fucking closet. Holy shit. <laughs> he had no idea I'd been in there for like five hours. It was the weirdest thing. He was so surprised. I've been in there like five fucking hours. <laughs> So what is your plan with the rest of these fortune cookies? Are you thinking this is going to be like a new thing? Perhaps you just bust open fortune cookies to go do an hour-long set on the road, go through 75 fortune cookies? Uh, yes, that's what I'm thinking. I've, I've been having trouble doing longer sets. Yeah, I think I'm going to start doing the fortune cookies or the first night ever seeing it. It's going to be my new thing. I'm going to wow. exclusively do fortune cookie shit after this. 
Okay. It's, it's like it's like halfway out now. Okay, William. So I'm trying to figure out exactly. Uh, is your power back on? Yeah, it's back on. When did it go on? Sunday. Sunday? I think Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, I think Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. I think it was Sunday it came back on. No, there's not a Sunday, William. You know this, right? It's Sunday. The son of a powerful lawyer. You must know that it's Sunday. It's Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. I think it's Sunday. (laughs) You're kidding. I know you're kidding. (laughs) That's so weird you would bring that up, Tony. After giving me the bad luck, I can't believe that. What are the other days of the week? Can you say some of the other days of the week? Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, 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 Thursday, Friday. Friday. You're fucking with me. What's Garfield's favorite day? Huh? What's Garfield's favorite day? Thursday. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was stupid, dumbass. (laughs) William, you are an absolute machine. Anybody have anything else for William? He does this every week. He's an insane person. He's the present, the future, the past. (laughs) Find me... People, please find me on Cameo. I was one of the top 100 people requested this past month, wow. which is wonderful. Look at that. I do I've literally had to break up with a couple people uh, a couple days ago. I broke up with a couple. It was the weirdest fucking thing. I, I, I do have one thing to say. And yeah. It's, and, it, and, it's, and it's all about the respect of the craft and the art. These are two people you need to know. So, so backing up saying, who the fuck are you? I took that as disrespect. Not, not disrespect, but disrespect. Like, you need to know the people that came up before you, and that's great. For sure. I swear to you, Punky, I, as it was leaving my lips, I just thought to myself, this is a horrible mistake. Punky sitting here. These, these motherfuckers paved the way. So I want, I want, I want. Okay, you know okay. I didn't, I didn't take a Are you mad? Story. No, I fucking loved it. <laughs> okay. I well, thank you for more. bringing it up. Thank you. Right, I yeah, apologize. I, it up, I do it to everyone. <laughs> so maybe I need to stop. Yeah. But I never go to store. <laughs> I'm kidding. William Montgomery, ladies and gentlemen, find him on Cameo. The real deal. The big red machine. Thank you to the Red Rose, Yellow Rose, Deep Betty Vodka, Gel Blaster, Austin Security Guard Service, Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. How loud can this place get for SNL and the Comedy Store Zone, Punky Johnson? Eddie Pepitone. Jim Florentine. Watch their podcast. Catch them on tour. Do everything that they tell you to do. I fucking love you guys. I can't believe I was able to have this much fun with all three of you here tonight in the fucking greatest city on planet earth austin texas the drawing from ryan j ebelt is in while you all sat there hanging out he drew tonight's episode that's what it looks like all the way from oh shit he drew you as keenan <laughs> hey, hey, hey. i fucks with it that's, that's cool g style right there you heard me how about one more time for the best band in the land the screwball peanut butter whiskey kill tony band Michael Gonzalez defended his throne tonight. John Dees sent us to the fucking haunted Organville. The great D Madness on the bass. And the baby goat, Matt Muling, right here, live in the flesh. 
Love you guys. We did it again. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you again next week. Love you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Bye.